Okay, here we go. Welcome to my 420 Reasons Why I Quit Drinking podcast. My name is Diane Gibbs. I'm going to be sharing my journey with alcohol and the 420 reasons why I quit drinking. You say 420 reasons? Yup, I have that many and more to share. I want to tell you how I finally found freedom from alcohol. It is amazing. I'm going to tell you a new story from the 420 reasons on each episode on each new podcast. I wasn't alone in any of this. So along the way, there'll be a cast of characters who were present, participated, and made a contribution to these events. I'm excited about recollecting, reconnecting, reminiscing, and reliving the events, the capers, the circumstances, the situations, the incidents, the mishaps, the predicaments, the celebrations, The transactions, the encounters, the occurrences, the consequences, the fun, the calamity. These stories of my life and the encounters with alcohol. I hope for you to hear something familiar, similar to what you've experienced, that you may not, that you know that you're not alone. If you want it badly, surrender and come along with me finding freedom and fun from alcohol. Today I'm going to share with you uh, one of my stories and it's something that I have like a note to my younger self. So I just kind of thought um, at the beginning of this podcast I just wanted to share with you about me. So I kind of my first one was about the 420th reason and one of the first reasons when I, I started. And now when I have an opportunity to look back and talk to my younger self, these are some things that I just wanted to share. Note to younger self. Here I am, 53 years old and alcohol-free for the past 10 years. That is huge from the world that I grew up in participated and experienced and I'm living here to tell it so many stories that sound fun silly too crazy and sometimes unbelievable I wish I had more respect for myself and my body I grew up with weight issues usually being a bit plumbious or a little bit more of me to love My friends in EGR were small, petite, cute, and popular girls. I was popular, but the fun and crazy one. I wasn't the cutest girl in EGR, but I was in Ludington. We started drinking around the age of 12 uh, on our boulevard. We lived on a beautiful street with this beautiful boulevard and lots of kids of my my age lived there. Um, We would drink on the weekends, Friday and Saturdays to start, figuring out whose parents were gone, who was going to buy our alcohol, what time the party was going to begin. We even started drinking at lunch on Fridays. We had a two-hour lunch. A lot of the times on these two-hour lunches, we'd spend an hour looking for alcohol or the joint and then the next hour drinking or smoking it. 
Ah, boy, those are the days. The days of drinking grew longer in the summer. At college, the party started sooner, especially now we were free on our own and no parental supervision. I felt it was like nine months of partying at college. Then off, but then the summers were off to party more night after night. The fun that we had, the boys I met, the parties that we that we had and attended, the Sayu Jello party queen, the Sundak keg party, and the 7-Eleven garage parties, just to name a few. After college, working to save money um, uh, to go and explore Europe on a year rail pass, I wanted to... Um, we went to Europe and ended up traveling around for three months. There's so many stories right in there. And really what I wanted to do was leave, um, come back to the States and then go to the island of Corfu. Um, I'll tell you, I'm so glad that I didn't end up there at the Pink Palace. Thank God. The family needed me to come and work at our restaurant in Ludington, or else I would have been wasted working in Corfu. So I moved to Ludington to help out for a couple months, which turned into 11 crazier years. In Ludington, a small town, population 10,000. At the age of 24, I was living in a 7,500 square foot mansion on Lake Michigan and running a world famous restaurant. I guess I should be grateful I came to Ludington instead of Chicago with my best friends from EGR. I can't even imagine what would have happened here if I would have been in Chicago sooner. Ludington for me was really familiar since I went there every summer growing up up to work at my family restaurant to see my grandparents and cousins. Um, So I grew up there in the summers, but to live there after college with a career and finding a man and real friends was different. The job was the experience of a lifetime. I grew up here and I learned to respect my family's business and myself more, but still making so many bad choices, which always involved the alcohol. It was tiring and there was so much to say about it. I wish I hadn't started so young. I wish I had better self-esteem. I wish I had more confidence. I wish I'd had more better willpower. I wish I hadn't have caved into peer pressure. I wish I wouldn't have been the one pressuring people, probably. I wish I'd had a relationship, a real one, with Jesus younger and stuck with it. I'm so grateful for my parents raising me at Westminster Church and attending our church's summer camp, um, Camp Henry. I met Jesus Christ at 18 at Young Life Camp in Minnesota. That was an incredible experience. I had some incredible youth um, group youth group leaders, and I just wish I would have stuck with it, but that alcohol interfered. I wish I would have gone to Camp Henry for the summer and Young Life, but that alcohol. I feel growing up in EGR, drinking was what we did. We started super early. 
And then a couple years later, you know, you learn about the marijuana and then you join on that bandwagon. Always partying, looking to be loved, looking to be liked, drinking too much and giving myself away at 15. It was downhill from there. I didn't know it, but I thought it was cool and I had a list. I think about it and it makes me really sad for myself. Did I think those boys were gonna like me more because I drank? I thought so. The Ludington years, my high school years, going up every summer, weekends and holidays. I was chasing boys, always chasing boys. But so sad, I realized no one was really ever chasing me. I was drinking and partying and exposing myself to these young men. I've gone back and read my journals. It was tragic reading. Always boys crazy with a new list posting frequently, either from my church or school or Ludington. Never anyone serious. Always hoping and wishing the words meant more. Dating in Ludington while running the restaurant was different or people thought I was more than I was. I was always, uh, I was trying to prove them right, grasping for anyone and giving it away easily. The alcohol was huge and it was definitely interfering and noticeably. I was hungover, reeking of the night before, showing up late, leaving early if possible, and even drinking on the job. Drunk driving, losing my license, and having to have employees drive me around, but really lucky enough to have them available. It was so tiring. At least I had finally experienced some real relationships by then and was smart enough to call off a wedding to the wrong guy in 2000. Then Chicago, I finally got here. My friends had been here for the past 10, 11 years. And I finally got here and was trying to make up for some lost time. Starting new, where was I supposed to look? Who am I gonna find? It was work and more bad choices gone wrong. I found my local bar, Johnny O'Hagan's, and continued on the drinking bandwagon for another 10 years. The issues with remembering how I got home, if I drove, who I was with, what I said, where's my car. Thank God. Or thanking God, I thank God for watching over me. Looking for a church for years for something real. Finally, a work conference was the final straw. Two nights of blackout drunk and a phone call on Monday from a concerned co-worker friend asking if I remembered what had happened on the last night. No memory. Nothing, except for waking up in my clothes again on top of the covers 
feeling like shit, wondering what the hell I'd done. And now praying I wouldn't get the call from my boss, from the company on anything that I might have done. Here it was and the time had finally come. I could surrender. I was able to give it up. I gave in and started my road to my freedom. That's about where I've been. My note to my younger self, boy, wish I would have done it differently. I wish I wouldn't have thought that alcohol was the answer to fun, to getting boys. I'm grateful to be sober and I will continue to come back and tell stories. Thank you for taking the time to listen. Um, This is a place that I really want to be able to let you know that you can come and hear the stories, relate, know that you don't need to be ashamed. You can just forgive yourself and move on and um, reach out. Let's talk about what your story is. And um, I want to thank you for being here on my sharing and listening, taking the time to listen to my stories the 420 reasons why I quit drinking. I'm Diane Gibbs, and thanks for being here with me.